the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 31. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. Well, last week we talked about the best places to eat in the Big Ten. This week we're going to talk about the best places to watch games in the Big Ten, meaning the actual venues. And yes, the same crew returns. We will hear favorite Big Ten venues from the Gopher Radio Network crew, and our crew here today includes Gopher women's basketball announcer Justin Gard. He also travels with the football team as the top sideline guy in the Big Ten. We also get some insight from the radio voices of Golden Gopher men's hockey, Wally Shaver and Frank Mazzacco. And special guest Dan Riesig returns. He was a longtime Gopher sports communication staff member. He's literally attended hundreds of Big Ten events over the years. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone. And True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. They do so much for the community. They recently teamed up with PJ Flex Row the Boat Foundation for a great event benefiting the Masonic Children's Hospital. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at champlininsurance.com. Tony is a big Golden Gopher fan. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast another great Golden Gopher partner. We're so proud to welcome Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union on board with their partnership of the Go Gopher podcast. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is your local Minnesota credit union for all of your banking needs, including the top-rated mobile app. Affinity Plus loves supporting the Gophers and Gopher causes. You can learn more at affinityplus.org slash go Gophers. I like the sound of that as we, of course, have the Go Gopher podcast. Affinity Plus, welcome aboard. And may I suggest to Gopher fans, support those who support the Gophers. Affinity Plus, federally insured by NCUA. I also invite you to subscribe to our podcast. It's free to click on the subscribe button. You can listen at any time for free. You can also go back to listen to our previous podcast. That includes last week's show, this same crew talking about the best spots to eat around the Big Ten. When we come back, we take another tour of the Big Ten, this time the best venues to watch a game. Have a listen. I think you'll enjoy it. And if you have any other spots you've liked in your travels around the league, you want to let us know, do so. We're talking stadiums, buildings, barns, rinks, and arenas in the Big Ten. First, a word from Tony. Hey, Gopher fans. This is your State Farm agent, Tony Hoagland. We are super excited to be part of the new Mike Grimm Show on Talk North. For the year of 2022, we will be donating $10 to the University of Minnesota Children's Masonics Hospital for everyone that calls our office or checks in with us online and mentions that they heard about us on Talk North and the Mike Grimm Show. We are really excited again that Mike came on board with Talk North. You can reach us at 763-421-4900. You can find us on the web at champlininsurance.com. Again, 763-421-4900 or find us on the web at champlininsurance.com. Roll the boat, Sky Yuma, go Gophers. It's episode 31, the Go Gopher podcast. Mike Grimm with you. As uh, hopefully all of you heard last week, we had a great show on eateries around the Big Ten, favorite places. We have our roundtable back, Justin Gard, Gopher women's basketball play-by-play and Gopher football sideline and the sidekick on our flagship in the afternoon with Dan Barrero. 
Justin Good Gard, to be good back, to see man. you. Dan Riesig, former Golden Gopher men's basketball SID. Uh, and uh, I, I got called him a foodie last week and got chewed out for it. So what what what, what would you like me to call you? I don't know. Bon vivant. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. We'll, 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 we'll uh, self-describe you as that. Uh, Frank Mazzacco, good to see you. Gopher Hockey uh, Radio, voice of uh, you and uh, Wally Shaver here, uh, voices of uh, Gopher Hockey, and uh, good to see you and welcome back. Thanks very much. And, yeah. and uh, Wally, good to see you and welcome back. Our pleasure. Thank All you. All right, so we did food last week. We're going to do venues this week, favorite venues in the Big Ten. And so I've asked you each to uh, hopefully have your three favorite trips. What? What's a vet? You mean like the whole like, trip or just yeah? The, the, maybe the favorite play the whole experience. Like oh. uh, you count in uh, the arena's great, the campus is great, the food's great. What what's your favorite spot to visit? And if that's separate from like you might say, hey, I love to go into um, you know Michigan because I like the big house, but I'm not a big fan of the city. You know, you can separate it. Okay. Hey, it, it we make can your own rules. yeah make your own rules here. So uh, we'll we'll just kind of work through. We'll start with. Number three, the number three, your third favorite. Oh, we menu. have to have a list. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, we're counting down a list. Do I, yeah, I didn't read the email. I just was told to show up at a certain time. All right, time. do we not want to do it that way? Do you want to just rattle off your three favorite guardsy? Let's do it that way. That'll be easier. All right. Let me think about it for a minute. Are we doing football or are we doing basketball? Whatever you want. Or are we doing hockey? Uh, well, for you, it'll be a combo. Yeah. We'll, we'll get six total venues. It probably wow, wow. would. Yeah. You really got pressure. Yeah, now I got, I got to think. Um, I do like Michigan. Okay. Not because the big house to me is underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like I, thought, I agree. I thought it would be, I don't know what I thought it would be. Um, but I, what I like about places like the big house and why I think I like college sports. And I think you agree with me on this grimmer is that I like walking around the concourse of the big house and they have like their 1901 championship team, like right up there. Right. And then you just go around and you just look at all these different people that have been right there, even in the press box. Like you go up and look at, I mean, there's been so many great players. Like you forget right. uh, how many great players have been there, but you got a Desmond Howard picture, or a Tom Brady picture, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, so I like places where there's a very deep history and in terms of the environment. I think it's just okay. Um, we haven't been there lately. I think it's probably changed over a little bit since, yeah. um, since Harbaugh got it going uh, back again, but um, so I would say I like Michigan because of the history, um, and I'm gonna have to think about the other ones. <laughs> you got, you, Come back you, you've given me one football stadium. Well, I like I like Michigan. I like Nebraska because I do think that's just a unique deal, and um, I, I like any place like the, the, there's nine Memorial Stadiums that we go mm-hmm. to. It seems like right, yeah. so which I, I think is great. I mean, we used to have one. I, I just like the older places that have been around. I like Champagne, which yeah. is weird, you know, because people go, Champagne, that's nothing. Well, it's kind of in a cool spot. It's kind of in a cool setting. I love the brick. You yeah, know? it's so, a beautiful structure. It's just a really cool place yeah. to be there. So in terms of venues, I probably like those. Towns we can get into later, like overall experiences yeah. and game day vibes, because those vary very differently. Don't like going to Northwestern. Um, although if you're, if for my job, I love going to Northwestern because there's nobody ever there. There's nobody on the visitor's sideline <laughs> and I can hear whatever I want to hear. Yeah. You know, there's places yeah. like a Kinnick stadium. I can't do anything except, right. you know, pick get up vomit at. and get sworn at. Yeah. And, and that's like not that far off because yeah. it's a tight sideline. I'm watching, you know, uh, 60 year old men yell at these college kids from four feet away. Like that sucks. Illinois. Yeah. Champagne. There's no one on the visitor sideline. I can hear everything I need to hear for the broadcast. Like I feel like I can be productive. And Iowa City, it's like I got nothing. We're in the student section, so I can't hear. I might be getting hit with a beer can. Don't throw it to me. That, that's like, half how uh, Dan Roth and I about got in a fight. But tonight. that's it. Yeah. So yeah. I. 
for me, a lot of the venue has to do with also like ease of access to do the job. Yeah. There's environment, there's all of that. So I, I, I gave you more than you probably asked no, that's for. That's good. But so that's your football ranking. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go Nebraska one for my, I'll do as long as we're on football, but Nebraska one, it just, um, and, and I'm not a big Nebraska fan, as you might guess. No. Um, and I love the fans hospitality at the place. Like, yeah. It's just really nice. It's and, real. And, what and you hear about it is real. That 100%. they're very nice. And and the 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 staff at the at the press box are just they they're just been there forever and they they treat you Michigan's great. Michigan's like that Michigan too. Michigan is like that. Yep. Um, but their fans on social media suck. I know it's weird. It's brutal. Like like like, yeah. like they're like they're delusional a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> uh but that's a great place to go to a game. Like people ask a lot like hey, if you could pick one place to go to a football game. And we've been to all the places yep. now. Um, some more than others. Nebraska, to me, one part of it is because you can hop in the car from here. It's yes. six hours. You get down there um, and go to the game, and they're so passionate about their team. I mean, love it or hate it, yep. you got to respect it. I well, mean, I told it's you incredible. when I went for women's basketball and I flew into Omaha and I, 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 I got a ride down to Lincoln last year, the hour drive, I felt like I was on a Nebraska sports podcast because <laughs> this dude knew everything about every sport. The driver. It's, yes, it's not just yeah. football. I mean, we we hit football, yeah. we hit men's and women's basketball, we hit, we hit everything. Like volleyball, he was just, I'm like, I, I feel like I'm on like the Go Big Red podcast right now, and he's asking <laughs> about the Big Ten, but, that, but that's how passionate the guy was. Well, and they, remember, they started, I think they were the ones that kind of started the live tunnel walk, and now everyone kind of does it, but yeah. they were the first, you know, the live, They cut the team comes out of the locker room, they're playing the Michael Jordan series from... Yep. Alan Parsons project and everyone's clapping along and they're walking down. And so what year was that? It was 2013 or 2014, 2013, maybe we're down there. And um, the Gophers had just gotten bowl eligible. They beat Illinois the week before. Yeah. And and, it was Tom uh, Osborne's last game. So I think it was 2012. Are you uh, thinking about this one? No, it wasn't. As, he, he wasn't. The, we, we, we've we never done a game where he was the coach. He was the athletic, athletic director. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Athletic yes, director. That's the one we're I know talking about. I haven't been yeah. working with you since 1998. Well, I was like, what the hell are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah, it was his last game as yeah, the AD. As he, he led them out of the tunnel. Well, that's that's where I'm t- heading with the story. Yes, I'm just asking the year. <laughs> I didn't ask you. If I wanted you to tell the story, I'd have said, tell the story. I was asking, what year was it? And and you don't know that, so I shouldn't have asked. Anyway. 2012. <laughs> uh, 2012. Uh, so they just, the Gophers had just gotten bowl eligible. They're 6-5. and five. And I think Polini's the coach. He's a little at that time on the hot seat, and, and fans aren't. And we're going down thinking, Gophers haven't beat him since 1960, thinking, man, we're, we just beat Illinois. We're feeling good. <laughs> and um, and the tunnel walk comes. It was our first trip there, right? Yeah. And it was, oh, man, this is everyone's wearing red. The balloons go up. And the tunnel walk pops up. And, um, and nobody knew Tom Osborne was going to lead him down the tunnel walk. Yeah. So the door, the locker room door is open, and here's Tom Osborne leading the Huskers for the final time. Is a you know he was the longtime coach, but he's the AD, and the place is going nuts. And we had we had thought, oh, man, we got a shot. Gophers got a shot. This is going to be a fun day. And we're in a commercial during all this, and Garzy, and so we can hear he can talk to us in the commercial. And uh, Garzy uh, to Daryl and I says, we have no blank and shot. <laughs> and we didn't. And no, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was uh, I mean, it was a decent game, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Well, yeah, they, they got rocked. And it was yeah. one of the guys were getting hurt. It was. But there, I told you, even that 0-6 game, we talked about that last week. If, if you're a Gopher fan trying to figure out where the road trip is for football this year, yeah. I think it's Nebraska because I don't think there, there's no boulder. Penn State's hard to get to. Yeah. I would go to Nebraska. The, the 0-6 year. I was rattled on the sideline by how loud it was. Yeah, and it was zero and six. They're zero and six. You know, and they were <laughs> pleased. 
But they are so supportive. It was it's Scott's crazy. first year. Yeah. And they probably thought, hey, this is one we can get. We got to yeah. help our, our kids here. But a, a, a guy that was working security on the field turned around to me and said, we're 0 and 6. He goes, can you believe this? And I told you, I go, this is louder than maybe not the Osborne year, yeah. but we've been there a couple yeah. of times. Like at that point, I'm like 37 years old. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, like it, how are they going nuts. to play? We got Zach Annex at a freshman quarterback. I'm like, that's, I'm like, this is ridiculous. But that's the Gophers the beat them, have beaten them twice down there. They yeah. basically got Bo Pelini fired, winning down there uh, a year or two later. Yeah, and then got Mike Riley. Which was fired. that was an awesome memory. If we ever did memories, but anyway, <laughs> to to answer your question, Nebraska is probably the best yeah, one it, just in terms of trip. atmosphere and vibe and the people. Like you can go in and you're not going to get anything thrown at you. You're gonna if you beat them, they're they literally will. They congratulate the yeah. Gophers. Remember they up invited the us in. They didn't know we were radio guys. We had some Gopher, yeah. you know, uh, M on or whatever. We're walking to the bus. Hey, come on in. Come yeah. on. In. You just lost. I think they were kind of happy because the loss probably meant Bo Pelini was going to get fired, and some yeah. of them thought that was good. But then they got Mike <laughs> Riley fired here when yes. uh, the worst uh, tackling display since the, uh, you know, I, I, like guys literally were trying not to tackle Gophers on Correct. that day with Nebraska. Uh, that was, what, 2014 probably yeah. or whatever. But anyway. some coaches fired. All right. Uh, Kinnick Stadium is two on my list for a number of reasons. I grew up going to games there. People know that. And it is loud, and I like when uh, the fans are give Garzy grief on the sidelines. So that, that's uh, that, that's one of my favorite. And then I like Ohio Stadium. Uh, I was underwhelmed by that. Really? Oh, yeah. man, from where I was, it was great. I love the tradition and the the dotting of the eye with the band. Um, I had been there for some other games. It, it's loud. It's loud when uh, when it's a big game. So It could be. Great. What stuck out to me about that was they were 8-0 one of the times that the Gophers went there coming off a national championship season, and every fan in the place was miserable They because they didn't think they were playing well enough. Yeah. And even the guy that led us into the booth said, yeah. I hope we play better this week. Like, yeah. you're 8 no, you just won a national title with, like, the, <laughs> yeah. the fourth quarterback. I'm like, it's just how the other half lives, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, you probably sure. get that a little bit with Gopher hockey fans where it's like, hey, we're doing pretty well. We're number one. We're going to the Frozen Four. Like, there's there's a little bit of an entitlement thing, which is, hey, that's great, expectations or whatever. But I just remember being like, 8 no, like, yeah. and it was Killing everybody. And yeah. it was probably like an 11 o'clock kick, so they probably weren't all that fired up because they'd played, like, five night games in a row, I'm guessing, in Columbus. So. It was it, that one was underwhelming to me a little bit, nice. but anyway. So, so we have represented football. Dan Resig, men's basketball favorite venues. Yeah, number one with a bullet, I think, has to be Assembly Hall in Bloomington. Um, it's the only one of in the Big Ten. You feel like you're walking onto a movie set. Um, it it's so much fun, especially even just shoot around. Not even the games. You know, you're there. The place is empty, and you're just sitting on the bench, and you're like. Bob Knight threw that chair right over yeah. there, and it landed right <laughs> yeah, over right there. Over and there. I'm looking and at the five it. national yeah, title five banners. Nas- the the you know it's steeper than just about anywhere you'll ever go. I walked up, well, I took the elevator up to the top <laughs> levels one time yeah. during shooter, and it's it, it's impossibly high. You need I mean, a telescope from yeah, up there to see. It's worse than any football stadium in terms uh, of just how, how high you are. It's from the sixties, maybe yeah, so seven, maybe. It's not I think an it ancient building, but it's like. It's held up really well, and it's just the fan. Once you get in there for the game, it's loud, but it's it's not that angry loud. I mean, there are places in the Big Ten. I'm looking down my list. Um, you know, they're just not nice. Like Ohio State basketball fans, they're not particularly loud and they're not right. particularly vibrant, but they're not nice. Like you go to a game at, at Indiana, you you appreciate the history. The for fans sure. appreciate the game. They're not. Terribly rude to you. I mean, you hear the same things, you know, especially with our former coach. You heard some things, uh, especially early on. And well, and the students, did you say that, are right behind the bench. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, that's at a, a couple spots. But there was one incident with Tubby and Donna Smith that was, they got it almost out of hand because 
I, I'm against that. I've talked about that before, having the students right there. Even at Michigan State, there is a buffer. I mean, they're there, but there's a buffer. There is no buffer. At least we are now up removed. We used to sit down there. and um, But, yeah, I, I, that, that's a, that, that to me is irresponsible. And one other thing about Assembly Hall, I'm kind of a sucker for you go to some of these arenas, and it's like, oh, where's the post-game press conference? Oh, it's in the softball coach's waiting room or yeah. something like that. You kind of get a little bit more sense that this is like a college athletics program. It's not like, you know, you go to Cole Center, you go to Bryce Jordan Center. It's like, oh, that's just another dressing room. And that's just right. where, you know, Ringling Brothers was last week. There's, there's a little bit more of a sense of place. Uh, well, no, number two park from, airplanes at the Penn State uh, arena. <laughs> <laughs> number two, same state, Mackey Arena. Um, not the most impressive building. Uh, you go in there for shoot around, you're like, eh, it's okay. Uh, the best in-game atmosphere of anywhere in the Big best Ten. There's section. nobody louder. Yeah. There's nobody more passionate. They're not rude about it. They're into it. But it is definitely loud in there. And it, it's so much fun. We've had some great games there. There was the triple OT game where we flew in the morning of because we had plane trouble the night before or weather or whatever it was. And, and guys are just, you know, giving every single ounce. It was so much fun. We won there that one year. My favorite memory was having to run and it's a long way back to the locker room you yeah. talk about like some of these buildings being easy to work in you had to run probably about go about three quarters of the way around the arena to get to the locker room and i had to run back to get nate mason out of the victorious locker room to get him back onto the court for the post-game interview and i'm with, you know, with btn i i know this is radio you're, but i am not a prime a athlete fitness team. yeah so this is this was a struggle <laughs> for me in my suit at the time so that that's a fun memory for yeah. me and then uh, number three is kind of a toss up, but you could go a couple different ways. I mean, the Breslin center is great. Um, it's great when there are people in there, but the zone is, is as good as advertised or loud. Um, I mentioned last week, the pinnacle bank arena in, in Lincoln is just such a fun. If I was going to a game as a fan, that's exactly what I would want to go to. Um, underrated, uh, big 10 Minnesota fans probably haven't had the chance to really experience it, but Xfinity center in college park unbelievable basketball arena when they're good and they pack that place. It's 18,000 yeah, seats. Is. The, I don't know which end, end zone it is, the student section. It's a wall. It's like Indiana, but it's all students. They unveil this huge flag. They are rude as can be. I mean, they're they're known for that. They almost take well, pride Well, that's your home it. state. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, that's where you get the East Coast. And I'm going to stay on the East Coast for my last one. Um, underrated. The rack. For sure. At, at, at and it's changed. That went from the worst ever yes, to when one we of the started best going ever. there yeah. in 20-whatever, when they joined the league, it was it was, a, it was like going to the old Welsh Ryan at Northwestern. Yeah. It was kind of like, let's just get this over with. That place is louder, is as loud as anywhere. They're into it. They care. They support the team. And then you get the East Coast jersey part of it, too, which is really fun because you get, <laughs> like, the voices that you hear yelling behind you. Yeah. You know, I normally would sit courtside right, right behind the bench, right next to the bench. And the voices are totally different. When you hear guys yelling at you in New Jersey accents versus Indiana accents, take it's a totally different yeah. experience. Yeah. So yeah. Probably so. Really enjoy those. Probably so. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. I have well, I have Williams as my number one because uh, from a work standpoint, to be where we're at location-wise, first row of the upper deck, it's a clean view. Um, it, we, we could have a whole separate podcast on how referees and head coaches block views when you sit courtside. Um, and I don't know why it is, but uh, where uh, clearly it's not on purpose. He has bigger worries than that. But uh, Ben Johnson, where he has decided is a convenient spot to stand, uh, is is in front of me basically on courtside. So speaking of Maryland, I joked with Spencer after that game got done down there this past year that I saw about half of it. So it's hard when you're a radio guy. Uh, uh, and and uh, Richard Patino would go up and down different 
you know, at different spots. And then the ref would be in front, so you're trying to there, and then you got 10 guys if the ball's on the other side. So I'm not a big courtside guy. So Williams, and then two Williams, if Ben can get it going, if he can get the right people, uh, it can still be like the rack. It can be that huge advantage, and that's what we're all kind of have been waiting for now for a while to get back to that. So, so that's one. Some of it is just location. It's just great, the best view. Uh, great spot. It's nice to hop in the car, get there, do the game, and go home and not you know, have to worry about flying in and out. Assembly Hall. So if I'm not taking home arenas, Assembly Hall with a bullet, as you said, and then Mackey Arena, same thing. Um, assembly Hall has the, – the, the structure itself, each side almost looks like its own – Opera House. It, it's almost a theater type seating, not a stadium type seating with this high balcony. Um, and in a weird way, it kind of coincides with my favorite football stadium uh, to go to in Nebraska. It's the same way. It kind of folds up and then it's got this very high, like that balcony at Nebraska is, and, and, and in both venues, um, it's kind of this higher pitch. It's a higher pitch sound, I think maybe because of how it's constructed. And then Mackey Arena just blows you out. I mean, it's so loud. The music's loud. The uh, the uh, public address is loud. The band is right to the team, the visiting team's left, just blaring tubas and trombones into your ear. And the student section is phenomenal, like like loud, loud. And um, and and they have uh, they've been mostly good in my time. They did have a little dip in the middle of Matt Painter, and even when they were dipping. Um, it was still a, a, a tough place to play. Yeah, the best places are the ones where the students' energy carries over to the rest of the people there. Because yeah. all these places have, you know, 60- and 70-year-old season ticket holders have been there forever. But the places like Mackey, the places like Breslin, there's so much energy. And, and the marketing team and the team behind, who work for the school do such a good job of, like, carrying that over. You know, Purdue, I remember really early on before anyone was doing it, they would show, like, gift files on the video board after a bad call or after a foul yeah. shot or whatever. It's just well, they were also really they were engaging. they were also the first ones to do the the uh, phone app where you hold it up and then they do this pregame music and you you download an app and the light the flashlight turns on and you know it, it's synchronized with so certain sections light up. It based, wow. I suppose it's based on GPS. Um, I've in fact I think they're still about the only uh, one who does that. That's pretty cool. You've too. seen it other places, but the biggest thing there is the buy-in. You yeah, one hundred percent. Fifteen thousand people doing it versus two thousand. No, no doubt. So, um, and Garge, you've now got a year under your belt for women's hoops, and and maybe there's different atmospheres. In I want to get to the spots. hockey. I want to hear what the hockey guys say. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I have my answers. You, I agree you, with a lot feeling, of you. Say. You feel sorry for Wally and Frank having to sit through this? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, you guys talk about how great Mackey Arena is. I want to hear what the hockey guys think. Have if, to say. Think if they played hockey in Mackey Arena. Holy cow! Anyway, Ooh. all right, uh, uh, Wally, what do you got? Who, who never what been your... to Mackey Arena? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put some ice down there. Let's let's get that going. Uh, I think one of my the unique thing with. Hockey, uh, and it's probably similar to your sports too, but you've got some brand new buildings and you've got some really, really old buildings. Right. And uh, one of the older ones I do like, although the angles kind of uh, gives us problems now and then, but it's uh, Ann Arbor at Michigan. Mm-hmm. And you're you're really steep looking down. You have to stand up basically. But, you know, the children of Yost are there. They've got these different sayings going and they, they browse the – the goalkeeper who's down there in for two periods a, a night. And it's just a neat atmosphere. And it's a building that's 100 years old. Yeah, It used to be the old uh, uh, football they, field house. Field house, yeah, yeah. That's the word I was they looking for. It used to have a dirt floor really? in there. Dirt floor, yeah. or, or maybe they trained there. They yeah. must have trained there. Yeah. yeah. But guards, like you were saying, you, you go around in Michigan and you see the history. And there's so much yeah. history that yep. Michigan athletics does. And they display it. Really uniquely, and it, it's a fun place there. 
One of the, my favorites, always is Penn State, and it's a newer building, but our broadcast location is right there. We're only about 10 rolls away from the ice. They give you a good audio mix of the ice sounds, and as you guys know, I mean, hockey's unique in, in the sound on the ice with the skate slashing and sticks breaking and pucks going off bodies and boards and everything else. So you, you get that good mix, and I, I really do enjoy that. And and I also like Mariucci a lot, the 3M Arena at Mariucci. That's... Uh, it's one of the bigger ones, uh, uh, and we're right up in the, the girders of the building, but uh, it's just when that atmosphere gets going like it did the second half of last hockey season where you had five sections of students in there. And yeah. It's like you were saying, it just kind of filtered throughout the crowd, and we really became a fun, fun place. But we also have the unique factor that we go to some markets that you guys don't. Uh, I like going up to Duluth and Amsoil Arena. It's yeah. beautiful. Same great. thing. Yeah, New Arena, beautiful. you're close to the ice, good audio mix coming back to us. Sight lines are great there. Yeah, North Dakota, you always like that just because you don't like North Dakota. But <laughs> you know, We always go across the river to eat, though, in Minnesota. Do not leave that money in <laughs> North Dakota. It. Yes. I love it. <laughs> well, what about you, Frank? I'm going to go to a, a place that I miss, uh, and, and that's Houghton. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a... It's a Pretty much a dumpy town, right? I mean, it's Michigan Tech. I, I'm. I. It might still the male female ratio might still be nine to one. <laughs> but it, it. And then I'm not saying I like to go there because there's no women there or anything. But I'm. I'm just saying that you go there, and it's like as soon as you get out of the car or off the bus, or you're there for hockey. Mm-hmm. You're there for hockey in a winter atmosphere. The beers were cheap. I mean, when they were four dollars <laughs> a bottle here, you get in there for two bucks a bottle, and you mm-hmm. just it. it and then Winter Carnival weekend is just incredible with all the ice sculptures. I don't know. It, it's a barn that they play in. It's been renovated. It's nicely upgraded, but the tin roof and it's noisy and they got this annoying band, but the atmosphere is there. And there's a lot of history there too. So I, I miss yeah. Houghton as a town and as a, as an arena. I do yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to agree with you on Penn State um, at Pagula. I, I think it's the best college atmosphere that we come in. You know, with all it looks respect, beautiful from the outside. I mean, yeah. those yeah. kids are into it. I mean, it's amazing that they opened that program, and from day one, everybody was on board. And it, the atmosphere was great. There's some things that are annoying, like the horn that blows after the yeah. goal. Of, oh, that's and awful. You just – you. Anyway, yeah, and the but, stat guy seems to like shots on goal. Oh in, in my there, god! Right, <laughs> we don't have a whole lot of success. We we refer to the place as a house of horrors yeah. for gophers. Yeah, right now. that's true. I mean, I and I say that it's a good place, even though we spent that long weekend there when, when yeah. two weekends in a row when Oof. the gophers lost four straight yeah. games, and yeah. then we had to spend an extra day because we couldn't get the charter. So we were like at a funeral all day, oh. sad Sunday. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Uh, the, the restaurant there is good. The arena is good. Um, I, I don't know. I guess for number one, I'm going to, I'll roll in uh, both the Mariucci's. I mean, there was, the old place was, didn't, it had big ice. I don't think it was the greatest ice because they had to turn the incandescent light bulbs off above the arena in March because the ice would get too soft from the heat from the lights. Oh, wow. Right. So the ice plant was only so-so. But once the lights went on, there were there were no uh, lights for the seats. It was like being in a theater. This, the only thing that was lit was the stage, and it had on the one side a balcony. There's nothing better in any sport than watching a hockey game from a balcony. Yeah, it's just it just had great right. great atmosphere. And then there was one day when I was not on TV and was downstairs outside the uh, dressing room before they came up. And then the guys would come up those wooden stairs and I was like at the end of the line and following yeah. him there. You're just 
clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> and it just it just sounded like a, a an army coming in for battle. It was just great, great. And the new place, it, it's still a cathedral. I mean, yeah. you, you walk in there. I, I don't know about you, but yeah. I just get that. Just makes that makes the job. Yeah. Just walking into that. It's place. a hockey building. It's a hockey building. Yeah. And it's great. It's grand without being ostentatious, like any particular place northwest. From here. From here, right. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just a big, really nice building. When you think that it opened up in 93, yeah. so it's going to be, what, 30 years yeah. next, 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 yeah. next September? And they've done some time. upgrades, which is nice, um, you know, because it was maybe, you know, uh, you know, kind of getting stale. But they've done, you know, I'm saying like locker rooms and scoreboards and some other yeah. stuff, which is nice. And are they are they um, now making it a, uh, an NHL rink? Uh, a hybrid. Hybrid. We don't. They don't know the exact dimension yet because the engineers haven't figured out. But I guess they're going to blow it up uh, next after uh, this a year, coming a season. Year, yeah, after yeah. this season. Yeah, knock the floor out. Put. They have to upgrade the refrigeration because uh, code and freon and all that stuff has to go mm-hmm. away. So, and then with that, they're going to lower the floor, bring the seats in on each side, mm-hmm. so there'll be a little couple more rows of seats, and uh, then we will be even. Further away yeah. <laughs> from the ice. We'll, we'll need a new prescription on the eyeglasses, too. Yes. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, right. I'm just going to put in a word now is that if they're going to do all that, they better upgrade the lighting. We need yeah. a little bit better lighting. You know, you mentioned the lighting at, at the old Mariucci. I remember uh, growing up watching games. Um, you know, I was growing up in Iowa, but you would see, uh, you know, games at Williams Arena. They had the same thing, right, Gardzi, uh, where the only thing lit was the floor. I remember going to some games, even in the early nineties and be in the upper deck and you'd almost need a flashlight to read yes. the program. Yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. now TV has changed all that TV, even twice in my time, they've come in and made them put new lights in. Cause you need, what is it called? The uh, uh, lumens or whatever to make it a better TV picture. Yep. But man, it was a lot. Cause it was like, I remember going to games there uh, and I'm, I'm guessing Mariucci was the same way. You'd be in the upper deck. It'd be dark, kind of dirty, uh, yeah. You know, but that was a hell of a place to try to go win a game yeah. if you're the road team, right? And um, you lose that when it's all bright and shiny, I think, a little bit. Uh, I think the Staples Center tried that in the NBA where yeah. um, they only uh, illuminated the floor. But The, the uh, old Mariucci was all wood. I think there were wood benches. Maybe they upgraded them to plastic before they moved out of there. But, you know, Doug Boog, who kind of was part architect in the building of the new place, he said, you know, when we got into the new place, we, we lost something. I said, what? And then he mentioned the theater lighting. And then the other thing, he said, we, we have seats now. We have chair backs. Mm-hmm. And, and now people just sit back and they're too comfortable. Yeah. He said, There's when some you're truth on the bench, to that. Yeah. When you're on the benches bench, before. Yeah. yeah, when you're on benches, truth. you got you to gotta be up and you got to be into the game. Yeah. You know, sometimes you stand up to stake claim, restake your seat. Yeah, right? for sure. Because you're getting moved out. You're like, everyone stands up. Well, Danny? Grimmer, I was just going to say, talking about that studio or the stage lighting, um, Madison Square Garden. Our Same. two trips that yeah. we had there, oh. it, you know, not in the Big Ten, although yeah. in the Big Ten, and we did have a Big Ten tournament there. Nothing yeah. like it. Um, just yeah. in terms of being in that stage, and you're right on, you know, right in the middle of New York City. Great spot. Yeah. You and, guys did hockey there, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 I, I forgot how. That's one of those places you just have this, this vibe when there, you walk it, into it's, it. You can't even describe it. Because no. yeah. even like the NIT games we did, there was, what, 3,500 people if there that, maybe? Right. And, um, but it didn't matter. Right. Like you take that elevator up that the elephants mm-hmm. ride in for the circus and you could fit, uh, you know, you could fit, you, I mean, the whole team rides in one, ele- you could yeah. park the bus in the elevator yeah. and go up and then you just get in there and there's a vibe. I think we played UMass in one of the games. So there was a little bit of a, of a crowd yeah, We there. played St. John's in one of the games. So St. it was John? a home game. Yeah, for them. yeah. 
11. That was one of the preseason. Right. Yeah. And it was just. I think I've done like eight or nine games there. Yeah, just a really yeah. cool place yeah. to, to get to work courtside. Uh, so it, it varied. Yeah. We were courtside most of the time. After one of the NIT games, uh, one of they were they wanted to switch over to hockey because there was a Rangers game, I think, the next night or the next day. And um, they unplugged us. We got knocked off. Everyone. We played Washington because I remember the Washington announcers like, you get knocked off. Yeah, we're off. And the and the union dude, the New York union dude, gave no worries about us being on the air. And we were, I was yelling at him, and he gives me the look like, not my problem. <laughs> they told me to move on. So we, I think we actually might have finished on a cell phone. But so, and then we did the Big Ten tournament. We were up. We were up because um, I think the NBA announcers have even raised up. Did you do the one game, or have you done a few from uh, from Madison Square? Well, we did uh, one game when they were doing that Big Ten. Yeah. Thing there, we yeah, played Michigan State, and what I remember about that second time that we were in there is how much closer they had remodeled the press box. I think maybe ten years ago, but when we were doing North Stars games, Frank and I back in the eighties, I'll never forget the first time we went in there. John Davidson was doing color for the Rangers, and he comes over to us and he says, "You know what? You're a city block from center yes. ice up here." And what I noticed most when we went in the second time is how much closer to the ice you were yeah. with that remodeled press God, box. Sorry. Much better sight line. And they want to always have numbers trimmed with seven colors, you know, in the back of the, and you just couldn't read yeah. anything. It was, oh, man. I, yeah. That's one thing. I mean, this is another grimmer sidebar here. I, I'm always impressed with you guys and really whoever does hockey because you guys are always at the top of the arena, right? Because almost or yeah. uh, up higher. Like we get courtside summit even at, at Williams and Ohio State and some others. We're, we're just not even halfway up. Yeah. Um, we do the we do the we're in the Wisconsin for the Wisconsin men's basketball games. They give us the hockey TV press box. Um, which I like. Which is an awesome. I thought it was yeah, awesome. I view. like because I'm a space guy. I want yep. all the space. I have to, I don't want to sit that close to Spencer, right? And he's a big dude. <laughs> he smells sometimes and he takes up space. And you know Robotham brings, you know, a small a studio. A small army of, yeah. of gear. So if the more space the better. But most of my colleagues in the league complain because it's so high up. And I'm like, well, hockey guys are here center? all the time. Yeah, the TV wow. hockey booth is where the men's basketball road radio goes. See, See that's what that, I'm saying. Yeah. I think that's one of the best sites. You guys are always way up there, yeah, right? Yeah. You're always way up there. We're, we're, I think, in basketball different. And I don't mind it because I like the space and – um, you know, you can see down on the court, uh, and my eyesight is still good enough at least to see numbers. Um, but, man, with hockey and um, the speed of that game, I'm always impressed with how you guys from that distance can can identify guys so quickly and and, uh, and, and get all that done. Well, thank you, but, we're you know, we're in 6,000-seat arenas. We're a lot closer. Than, yeah. I, I really feel for the guys in the NHL who are in these new ultra-modern places, and, and they're a block and a half, two blocks yeah. away. I mean, yeah. Excel is great, and you you can see there because the light lighting is so good. But yeah. that's a you miss the small details of deflections and passes and things. Yeah, crazy crazy time. Dan Riesig, uh, we want to thank you for uh, joining us. Yes, thank you. Got to get back to my a, real job. Yeah, uh, off you go. It. Off you go. Uh, he's got uh, a Dinah City Hall meeting. So I think we all City. need to do that. I, I mean, hope. we should say bye to you know Resig. But yeah, well, I just want. I'm I'm in the process of saying bye to everybody. <laughs> yeah. But uh, City Hall may be burning down, so he has to go. Uh, let's hope it's not uh, a Dinah native. Uh, Justin Gard, thank you for uh, for now a couple of weeks here. You're now four times a guest. In it's the great spot to be on it. Yeah, it's yeah. great to see Frank and Wally. It's good, to, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's good it's to the catch. Best. Yeah. These yeah. guys are awesome. I, I uh, mostly Fridays. Fridays. 
Saturdays are my uh, uh, night I spend with Wally and Frank. Uh, Saturdays get a little busy depending on football or, or basketball or what have you. But Friday nights, guys, you guys have kept me company for so many years. It's been fun. And uh, this is now your third trip here. We had you on and last week and then back in, I think it was March or April. So we'll have you on again, but man, it was fun catching up and, and getting all this stuff. Absolutely. And you're, you're my Saturday afternoon companions <laughs> on the road or wherever. I've got the I've got the app, and I don't really need TV uh, to listen to Gopher football. Well, I always have you guys on uh, heading into our home games. Yeah. When you guys got an afternoon game, I'm always listening to you guys. That's Appreciate great, it. man. Yeah, That's awesome. It. All right. Well, good enough. Thank you, guys. Thank episode you. number 31. There is our tour of the Big Ten on the Go Gopher podcast, episode number 31. I hope you enjoyed some of the stories and have been able to watch some games in some of the spots we talked about. We hope to see you at one of those venues around the Big Ten wearing maroon and gold. Episode number 31 of the Go Gopher podcast is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit Sunbelt minnesota.com or tnma.com today we're also sponsored by state farm agent tony hoagland and again a hearty welcome to new partner affinity plus federal credit union so many great people there we're always proud to talk about the great work they do again i'd invite you to listen to past podcast and please right now if you haven't already be sure to click the subscribe button to the go gopher podcast it's absolutely free to listen you can also share the link on your social media channels we'll talk again next week Thank you.